This is the Strode College Digital T-Level Podcast. Thank you. All right, so I will have a look at the data one in a second, but this is the support one. I think they'll be very similar. And it's very similar for the other T-Level as well. It's basically at the end of it, you know, what went well. But I think particularly this thing is about how do you... You've obviously physically asked somebody in terms of support. You've talked to somebody, you've made a recording, you've asked some questions, and hopefully you've extracted from them some sort of information that you can use in order to develop this solution for them, or you're recommending as a consultant a solution. Some of it may be workable, some of it might be you know, in, um, aspirational, i.e. you don't currently want to move to the cloud, but I recommend you should for the following reasons. So it may be something they're not aware of, and they don't know what that is, but you say, I would recommend it for the following reasons. So it's given a vote. However, there are some downsides to it as well, but be aware of those. But the upsides are better than the downsides. So I think in this one... I'm just seeing, because that just flashed up in in the corner of my eye, but it's about creating, how do you then, obviously with the task two, and this is for the support guys, you're just asking questions. So what's a good way to ask questions? We talked about open and closed questions. You know, if you say, tell me this, tell me how many, those types of questions, you're going to get very specific responses. Remember, and in, in a really sort of generic way, we talked about qualitative and quantitative. If, for the most part, for that task two, you're asking for the mo- you're generally asking for uh, quantitative answers. How many of these computers do you have? How many are running this operating system? How many are using this application, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. For the actual feedback at the end, and for this sort of aspirational stuff, it's more open-ended, uh, qualitative things. Tell me what what would what in your mind is a really good operating system, or what what would you like your system mm-hmm. to do? How would you like people to say? Would do you want people to say, "I just love coming to work because the system works really well"? Those types of things are they're not measurable in the sense of saying they're five percent better than anything else. They're they're quantifiable, uh, qualifiable. Saying I love working in this company because it's got this operating system or that software package or whatever. So that's more what it's about. Now, bear in mind this is just a scenario. The actual one that we get. Whether it's out, hopefully it'll be out fairly soon, but the scenario you're going to get is going to be similar to this, but it's going to be a slightly different uh, situation. That's why I think, hopefully soon, we'll be able to release what the situation is so you can start doing some background research. Because if it's a particular kind of industry, you need to do a bit of research saying what does that industry do, roughly. Um, so this particular one, if you remember, we're doing this Willow technology. So you've looked at their system, you've given them some advice based on what you talked to the network manager, and you've recommended some packages and bits and pieces like that that are going to help them move forward. Um, let's make sure this doesn't time out. Hopefully. So you've made some recommendations. You're now at the point of... Um, so you've recommended this upgrade to them, and the upgrade is sort of getting close to being done. Presumably they've acted on what you've told them to do, uh, and you're now reviewing it. Was it a successful, was it a successful process really? And I think it'll be the same probably for the for the data thing. So you, in the data world, you've recommended, you've cleaned up their data, you've recommended ways to manipulate it, ways to analyse it. You've given them a, a dashboard or whatever. You're now going back and saying, was that what you expected? Is there anything else I can do to make it any better? I think that's what it's about. So, instructions for you. You should create a sample satisfaction survey. Right? So, again, you're going to create a survey. Presumably, you're going to have access to Microsoft Forms or Google Forms, whichever you want to use. And I guess you'll submit that to the actual exam. I don't know. 
So, brief overview of the key issues present in the computer and software upgrade project. Um, oops, sorry, gone the wrong one. Professionally formatted and suitable to distribute to non-technical customers. So that's the key thing, non-technical. You're trying to get an audience that isn't necessarily familiar with the same things you are. So you've got to make the language very sort of accessible. So what kind of things could you put in the survey to make sure that everyone understands what it is you're talking about? Right? Not very specific stuff. You're not going to say, did you like Windows 11 for this very specific reason because it you know, manipulates this piece of software from this angle, etc. You're going to say, was it easy to use? Really simple, generic stuff. Right. Uh, professionally formatted, so again, it'd be nice you've got templates on those Google Forms and things that make them look quite nice. And again, it's a very subjective thing, isn't it? What you think looks nice may look nice to someone else. And you have to remember from the unit on legal side of things, and the WCAG, if you remember that one, that it's got to be accessible to everyone. So it's no good making it, you know, really bright colours and things like that, which people with, with sort of colour disabilities won't be able to see. So you'd have to take those into consideration. And I think... If you can put into, I don't know if you, I haven't looked yet, but if you have to write about why you did it that way, that might be a good one for extra marks. And I did it to make sure it's accessible to everyone. I made it a really basic colour scheme, really easy to read, uh, very non-complex language, tick boxes, all those types of things. You know, what makes forms easy to use? Forms, classically, people just won't fill them in. All right, at the end of this year, you're going to be asked to do a student survey, and probably most of you won't do it, because people don't like doing those forms unless they're forced to do them. But what will make people fill this thing in for you? Now, again, if you can't get that information from people, it's very difficult to make a decision going forward. And this is all about moving forward, isn't it? If you do this survey and you ask, were you happy with this from 1 to 10, you know, 1 to 10, 1 to 10, at the end of it, you get loads of 1s. Better go back and do that again because they were really unhappy with whatever we decided to do. So at that point, what did you do wrong? So that's what a survey's about. Uh, includes a range of questions to check ease of use. So this is the things you'll need to address. So have you asked questions in terms of the ease of use? And what, so what does ease of use mean? In your mind, remember this is a non-technical audience, what kind of things would, would you say in order to, to show or get information from somebody that it was easy to use? What, how would you ask a question of that? Let's assume, let's assume you've upgraded them to Windows 11. I've not used it yet, but it's going to be similar, isn't it? So ease of use, what does it mean? When you're using a computer, or when your customers come in, what, what does ease of use mean to them? How do you explain it? What, what sort of information would you get back to, to, for you to say, yes, that's easy for them to use? How could you sort of gauge that type of thing? Easier to get used to, for like non-technical users and stuff. Could you give a specific example, though? What, what would you say to, to extract that information? How, how would that appear on a piece of paper? Or what question would you ask? Is it intuitive? Is it intuitive? Um, you might have to unpick that a little bit more. What do you mean by intuitive? Not everyone would understand what that means. Could you give a, a slightly easier word for it? Uh, do you, can you just pick it up and start to use it without having to be given like, uh, a tutorial on the whole thing for half an hour or something? Yeah, a bit wordy, but I think you've got the right. So could you log in quickly? If so, how long did it take you? Those types of things. So that, that, You've asked the question, did you get onto the system quickly? If so, out of 10, how would you rate it? How long did it take you within this time frame? Because you would have tested it technically, I think, and you would say, well, when I tested it, I could log in in 10 seconds. So if you say, how long did it take you to get in in this sort of time frame? And if they say it only took me five seconds, then you could say that's quite good. So 
you're right, ease of use, I think is a good example. Anything else? How else would you sort of determine how easy it is to use? When you, when you use a device, if you get look, look at a new phone, I know obviously you do it in your mind, you don't really think about it, but, but what sort of things are you looking for when you're using that new device? Do you even think about it? It's probably intuitive stuff, isn't it? I mean, you're probably not really evaluating it out front, but you need, that's what you need to think about. And again, when you're in support, you need to think about the other person. You, you pick stuff up because you're used to it and you just get on with it. But if you give a phone to somebody that's never used one, you know, what, what is this? Oh, you just swipe this and do that. And what's the matter with you? Don't you know how to do all that stuff? No, I've never, what is this thing? Start from the beginning. All right, so ease of use. So I think some questions about how long it takes, some questions about were you able to find something? So it might be, uh, were you able to log in? Were you able to find, um, you might give them a task. So in terms of ease of use, you might say a set of instructions saying, can you log onto the, this device and open up a Word document and type something in? And how easy was that to do? So those might be a sort of range of questions which collectively would say, okay, that was, it didn't take very long. They got exactly what they wanted to do and they understood everything. So that's relatively easy to use, if that makes sense. Uh, stability of the network. So, um, questions along those lines, again, quantifiable questions. When you logged in, when you were doing a task, was the internet available? Were you able to browse the internet for a period of time up to one hour for our, or two hours or three hours? So, making a time frame saying, was the thing working for this long? So, that would be the stability of the network. Could you save documents? If so, was that easy to do? That would go back to ease of use, but also stability. Anything else about stability of the network in terms of tasks that you could actually do? What would determine stability of a network other than saving stuff? And so maybe the minimum requirements? Or to not take really like long periods of time to do a simple task? Yeah, so you could have a measurable thing. How long did it take you to find the documents you were working on previously or something like that? And again, because this is an upgrade, you could say, were you able to find your documents that were there before? Has the migration worked, you know, if they can't find them anymore or it's been restructured in some way? It might be. And again, that depends on the other tasks you do. But in the other tasks, you might have recommended moving to a really different type of structure, in which case you'd have to explain to them and you could say, could you find your files again? So in terms of stability, um, and again, using this network, sometimes, you know, I go on and try and find stuff on SharePoint and I can't find it from where it was before because behind the scenes it's all been moved around again. So in terms of stability, you know, what kind of measures are there? So those are the types of questions on your survey. Um, ability, I'm talk about ability to access files and folders. So again, it depends how you've structured it, so which we would be quite useful for that recording if we can get that. Um, overall satisfaction with the network. So the satisfaction is going to be in terms of some measurable thing. So on a scale of 1 to 10, how satisfied are you with this upgrade? Would be the easiest one, wouldn't it? That would be a measurable thing, but again, you could still have an open-ended one. How would you how would you describe your experience of this new network? And they might, oh, it was really good because it did this, that, and the other. So you might have some long, open questions which would give you more complex sort of data to work with, although you'd have to analyse it. The thing about measurable stuff is it gives you analytics. So one out of ten, X percent, good, bad, ugly, yes, no, those types of things are much easier to give you nice little analytic charts, aren't they, rather than a long essay that somebody's written about, you know, oh, I logged in, I tried to look for my cat picture, and blah, 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 you know. Very, very valuable for that particular person, but not necessarily measurable for you as an organisation. Right, so, 
So a simple survey then. Now all of you are going to have to do that. I'll have a look on data in a minute, but I'm sure it's going to be the same. So has everyone done, I would imagine you have, some type of survey, right? And against this scenario, so if, obviously you're told what sort of things they're looking for in terms of marks, and then there aren't a lot of marks there. So there's six marks available to make a decent survey with a range of these questions. So would that be difficult to do? Is that clear enough? Or? We can have a practice run it this afternoon, can't we? Just come up with a survey and, and analyse it between us and see if that works properly or not. Um, any questions on that one? Doesn't look too bad, is it? Um, <coughs> Post-project review. Six marks. So a brief overview of the key issues present in the computer software update project. So this is you sort of explaining your journey for these, these three other tasks. So what were the key issues... And again, if you had the recording, that'd be quite useful. What were the key issues that you addressed in looking at this? So again, if you, and this is how you address probably more task three than anything else for the support side of things and probably for the data. So what did you recommend as future-proofing this particular system would, would go into how much you, in terms of what the key issues were that you've thought about. But the key issues might be, remember in the, in the original scenario for task one, it says, these are the problems that we've currently got. So did you, did you fix those problems? I, and again, mostly theoretical, isn't it? But did you fix those issues? If the issue was speed, did you recommend equipment which would mitigate that speed, at least make the machines usable? And does your survey back that up? Because they've said, yeah, it's really good now. It's really fast and really efficient. So that's how it ties together. Um, your identified solution. Are you happy that you addressed what their problems were? And can you bring out examples of how you address that particular problem? So, again, if it was an issue of speed, what was the, you know, how did you measure that aspect of speed and how did you fix that problem? So if they're saying, and if, if they've got very specific specification for their computers, have you identified how to fix that? Um, and again, it's not straightforward, is it? Because you might recommend that they upgrade to these, these slightly more powerful computers, but at the same time, you might upgrade it to Windows 11, which is more hungry for resources, so they may be, they've not moved on at all. They've just got a new operating system, which is as slow as the last one, for example. I mean, that's not, probably not the case, but if, it, if you don't, the thing is with um, a lot of those operating systems, they give you a minimum spec for what the operating system needs, but if you run it on that minimum spec, it crawls, doesn't it, like through syrup, because that's just the minimum, and obviously you need the maximum, probably. So if you upgraded it, if you upgraded the operating system, did it make a difference? Now, if the difference is um, qualifiable things, they're just a nicer experience. I mean, Windows 11 looks really nice, doesn't it? As opposed to Windows 10. Does it look nice? I don't know. It's more android -y. Does it look more android -y? It's more animated. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more... Is it a nicer experience? Yeah, it's, the animations are they're like welcomed. It's, it's smoother, obviously, if you don't have great graphics... But it yeah. but only if you've got the graphics to drive that stuff. Yeah. Right. So you so you might upgrade and and have to drop it to the default settings so it looks like a Windows ninety five. Right, fair enough. So those are sort of issues though, aren't they? But again, if you think about it in, in four or five years' time when you're doing some support roles, that's the sort of thing you'd have to deal with. You you charging people a lot of money to fix their issues. Did you really listen to them and did you find the issues that were really bugging them? And did you solve those or just give them a nice pretty box that just looks nicer and charge them a lot of money for that? That's what a lot of people do, isn't it? But, so it's really, list and this is, the, this is what these tasks are trying to do. Can you 
talk to somebody and actually listen to them and rather than tell them what they need, listen to them and give them what they're after. You see the difference? Because again, you're all quite experienced computer users, so you, in your mind you're going to say, this is what you need, and you probably don't listen to them at all. A lot of people will do that. So, you know, you go to some of these high street computer shops, they do say, oh, you need this up-to-date, top-of-the-range thing. And so well, all I want to do is look on the internet and type a document. I don't need all that processing power. Um, but in your mind, you know, that you think, well, that works for me. Why shouldn't that work for you? But you've got to listen to the customer and see what, what is their actual need. Do they really need these massively powerful machines if the company is only doing word processing and nothing more, as opposed to some company that you know, does lots of CAD stuff, which needs really powerful graphics engines, I suppose. So again, have you identified, is your solution a good one? And can you justify it? So I've recommended this. I listened to the customer, I, let, I talked to the network manager and they said these are the key issues that are bothering them day in, day out. To, it, to, to actually fix these problems, I did this, this and this. And from the survey, I'm going to find out if this, this and this was what I thought it was. Having listened to the customer, understanding their needs and their problems, I've, I think I've come up with a really good working solution. Um, security issues. Again, I think in the brief it will say there are some security problems. There are always security problems. If you, again, uh, not next academic year, but the year after, the college will go back to doing HNCs, HNDs, but they're, they're changing the name. They're now HTQs, higher technical qualifications, but the three areas of focus are general data, uh, general computing, networking, and cybersecurity. I mean, that's a big thing now, isn't it? If it's not data science, it's cybersecurity. That's the big thing. So have you addressed... Okay, you can't stop them completely. All you can do is mitigate them or make them less of a problem. So how have you, how have you addressed the security issue? Now, I imagine in the brief that comes out, there will be some security problems. The network manager you talk to will come up with some security problems. In the data thing, there will be security issues about people breaking in and stealing the data. So what have you done in your solution to fix those problems or at least make them less of a problem? And you know, can you give examples? So I think all this, for this particular second part, I think it's about... It, this is the problem, this is how I solved it, and this is why I think it's the best solution possible. Right? So those are the three we're looking for marks. And again, there's not huge marks available here, so you just got to make sure you keep looking back at what they're actually asking you to do. And then finally, a brief evaluation of your own performance, including consideration. So the last part of it is, I think I did really well in this, and here's, the, here's why I think I did quite well in this. So I imagine it's going to be a short report. So you're going to create a survey, and you're going to do a little report back to back to the example effectively saying this is what I, this is the problem this is how I solved it this is the solution why I think it's a great thing I also thought about security blah 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 and overall I think I did a good job for the following reasons well that makes sense so we have a, I don't know if the um, so let's have a look at the evidence first uh, so you're going to create a this is, this is the problem in terms of making I assume you could do this on Google Forms can you output them as PDFs I assume you can yeah, you can right. yeah, yeah. What I'm not sure about is if you've got internet access for this, I'll have to find out. If you don't, it might make it quite difficult, might it? If you don't have internet access, you're going to make, have to make this up on Word. Ooh. Does everyone know how to do like multiple choice questions, things on Word? Have you ever done that? It's a bit uh, harder to do. Uh, that would take up your three and a half hours quite easily, wouldn't it? Just to get the first page. Maybe that's why. Maybe um, that's why the satisfaction survey you've got outputs PDF. So we might maybe try that this afternoon. Can we do a survey on Google? If so, can we output it? 
and I'll have to check. I don't know if you've got internet access. Um, access to internet is permitted. Uh, you will have access to word processing application. Well, you're going to have to do that to write the report, but at least you can get onto Google Forms or Microsoft Forms and actually create something nice and output it to PDF. We'll check that in a bit. Uh, so that's your outputs. Um, access to online cloud storage is not permitted. You can't do online chat, I'm afraid. Teaching materials. And you've got a 15-minute break. All right, so that's the... Any questions on that one? That's the support one. So look at data is any different. Mm -hmm. Ooh, data is different. To us. Uh, how many marks overall? Right, so very specifically for data then. Okay, you're in the same room. Eight marks rather than... Tw so 12 marks for the support guys. Two different things. You, so for support, you're writing a survey and you're then writing a report with evaluation about it. And for the data, eight marks, uh, four areas. So you roughly know what you're doing here, which is quite useful. Demonstrate your understanding of the client's requirements. So in your report, you'll say... Here's an example of what the client was asking for, and this is how I understood it, and this is what I did in order to fix that problem. So some show that you understood what the client was actually asking you to do for them. Now, I guess that would be, if you're writing a report, that's probably going to be an introduction. So for this project, this is what I tried to do. The client's requirements were very, very specifically this, this, and this. So you should have access to those other documents. You can go back to the original brief and say, this is what the client wanted. This is how I understood it. I don't know if you have to, you don't talk to your client, do you? But this is what I, they actually asked me to do, and this is how I address that particular issue. Uh, demonstrate your own performance, discuss what you achieved, discuss what you found most difficult. So this is a bit more evaluative. So, and again, I would imagine for the data thing, some of the difficulty might be in, in sort of manipulating that data in a form that makes it useful, because you don't know necessarily what they want without talking to them directly and saying, what about this chart? What about this chart? Which one do you prefer? So you don't have that necessarily. So discuss what you achieved. So thinking about task one, two, and three, I would think by task three, if you've made a nice dashboard, which gives them some good graphics to actually analyze that data, you've pretty, probably achieved all the objectives. You know? Anyone can look at that, non-technical person, and say, right, I can see exactly what this data is telling me. So that would be a good achievement thing to talk about. Uh, what you found most difficult, again, thinking about that spreadsheet, it's difficult to know, you know, why, how they want it formatted and looking for problems. It's not easy finding, I think some of them are straightforward, aren't they? but there's a couple of problems in there that weren't easy to find. So difficulty might be along the lines of not having enough documents to practice with for an exam particularly, to make that work. So that's your own performance. So how well do you think you did? And can you give some examples of what you, what, what you did in terms of and again, you can talk about quantifiable and qualifiable things. Um, probably along the lines of, I was able to fix these problems within the time frame. Um, that would be quite a measurable thing, wouldn't it? And I was able to learn or, or learn new skills in how to make data look better during the exam. Uh, demonstrate the process taken. So what, like the milestones, what were the key actions? How did you break it down? Did you just linearly go through it or did you make a little plan? Did you try to address 
things in terms of their importance? Did you prioritise and those types of things? I think it's looking like a, almost like a Gantt chart type of scenario. Uh, tools and techniques used. So you're evaluating whether they were useful or not. And again, the what we might do... I don't, do, do you do you don't do a Gantt chart, do you, for the data task? No, we do for a flowchart. A flowchart. So what, what tool did you use for that, or what are you going to use? Visio. And is that a good enough tool? Is there anything else you want? Uh, we use an online program as well. But okay. So again, you can say, I've, uh, during the course of this process, I've explored various tools and I came to the conclusion that the best one for this task was Visio. I spent some time learning it and it, it did exactly what I needed to do. Um, now, I guess the other, the other side of techniques is, you know, if you're not used to analysing data and data uh, wrangling, you know, how easy is that to pick up? if you don't do it all the time, so along those lines. And obviously you've investigated data in terms of structuring it, so you might talk about the ways that you reorganise that data to make sense of it, and you could talk about in terms of entity relationships, you know, how do you relate data to each other and break it down into that normalisation process that it, it's not overlapping and, and sort of stepping on its toes. So I think that's demonstrating the tools and techniques. Again, you've got quite a lot of time to do this, but think about... What, thing, what, what software you used and how effective it was and try and give some examples of the effectiveness um, and then look at the actual techniques and what you learned in order to, to use data. So what is the best process for it? Um, how did you manipulate those columns and rows and things in order to make sense and how did you create those charts? And I assume, probably on task whatever it is, two or three, that you tried a couple of different graphics on representations and it, that classic thing of... You know, is it a bar chart or is it a pie chart, which is the best way to present data? So you're going to have to try them like I do. I just pull them up two or three times and say, oh, that one looks the best without really thinking about it. But what is the best way to present data? And then finally, demonstrate the key outcomes. Evaluate how well your proposed solutions met the needs of the brief. So again, going back to the brief, what, what did the client want? Was your task three solution what it should have been? So you know, were, were they able to... Um, actually pull out the information from your charts in a useful way. I can't, can't remember the brief exactly, but what, you know, go back to what they were asking for. Did you solve the problem effectively and how? And how can you actually explain? Uh, evaluate your application methods. So the method that you used, the way that you, and again, there is a different methodology in terms of going through data. You might, first of all, just get all the columns in a certain way to make sure that it's easy to see stuff and then start moving things around and reshuffling them and bit by bit. And again, that way you can always go back to a prior step in case it all goes horribly wrong. So again, what's the method you used in order to make this data work for you? Uh, so evaluate effectiveness tools and techniques used throughout. So um, this is, remember on one of your tasks, you have to keep all the internet searches you do. So you'll have to talk about that. Yeah, uh, you'll have to talk about how you research stuff, how you found information out, how you went about looking at the brief, did you make notes about it, did you, you know, how did you actually approach that problem and solve it? And then discuss your understanding of the needs for further learning and development. So given that you've got to this stage in your journey, what's the next step? What would you do next? Would you use a different tool? Did you, did you evaluate any tools or techniques which were just looked really good, but you just didn't have enough time to use them, for example? I don't know if any of that stuff has come up. Any questions on that then, Lou and Alex? And your output, I assume. 
So we're going to have to pre-release well, for the first task? Yeah, I think it'll still be available in your so so login area. do the same as WhatsApp where it saves everything. Um, yeah. And all you're doing... No, no, so you've got two hours on your one, and all you're doing at the end of it is printing off that document as a PDF with your name and candidate number and all that stuff. So two hours you've got on that one. So how do we print off the search history as a PDF? We've still got no idea. Yeah. I don't know whether we've got right. That's task two, is it? On, on every one. I think that's one, two, and... It's one, two, three. I'm pretty sure. One, two, and three, you've got to have the search history. Yeah, you've got to have the search history. It shouldn't be too difficult. Now, for the exam, um, we've got loads of generic logins. So they'll be set up for you, and that'll be only your account for each time you're on the exam. So it should be easy to extract that data out for you. If you can't do it, we can probably do it for you. Yeah. Uh, so then, yeah, can, yeah. You, can you not just go to your browser? No, you can't print your browser history as a PDF. Can you not just print screen? Uh, yeah, but you, you miss out half of it. You can just do multiple print screens to put all in a Word document. I mean, you can do that, but it's a bit tedious, especially if you've got a ton of Yeah, but you've got enough. We'll find out. Maybe I want to look at them. All right. Do you want to stop this? Yeah. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Hopefully, you learned something. If you didn't, listen to it again. You might actually learn.